right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I decided tonight I want to go headlong into a topic that I haven't touched on for a while. The reason I haven't really touched on it is because, uh, you know, I want to find an excuse to talk about something, something that really affected me and affected my work on this program. Because you see, back in 1995, when Ground Zero first started, I didn't know the direction I was going to take the show. I knew that Art Bell was around and he was doing shows uh, similar to what I was doing, but I wanted to be different. I wanted to be kind of, I don't know, I wanted to be more whimsical, more, uh, you know, more funny, more, hey, this is maybe BS, you know, kind of like what Penn and Teller did with their show on Showtime. I was kind of in that mood because I was a young rebel, a punk rocker, who really wanted to find out the truth. I mean, my father told me a bunch of things. My friends told me a bunch of things. We heard a lot of things in a barbershop, all the rumors and conspiracy theories, and a lot of my thought were all, you know, you're young, you think you know more than anyone else. And then it was 1997, August 31st, 1997. Uh, I, along with some friends, all planned a trip to Vegas. We were in Las Vegas. And uh, I don't know if it, was, if it was my first time in Vegas or if it was you know, maybe one of my other times, but I remember I went to Vegas and didn't have much money, which is a mistake. Never go to Vegas unless you're planning on spending a lot of money. So we stayed at a real cheap hotel because we figured all the rest of the money we're going to use to gamble and go see shows. And uh, I wasn't ready for Vegas, not 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 by a long shot. Uh, what I mean by that is, is I'm a young kid who you know rarely stepped out of my state and rarely put my money in a slot machine or play poker or even 21. And I found myself again. I found myself without money going for what is called or what we call the loser lunch. And what the loser lunch is is that it's that you've lost all your money and there's this place before you have to leave, a little snack bar where you get nachos and you get a hot dog. And that costs you, what, about 98 cents, 99 cents. Back then, it only cost you like a buck, okay? So I got the buck loser lunch. I was eating it, and they said, we got to get on the plane. We got to get going. So we got out to the airport, which, of course, is near the casino. 
We get to the airport, and the plane is hot. For some reason, I mean, it was a hot day. Plane was hot. Um, I was feeling sick because, you know, it's like it was hot. And I had a bad hot dog. I had to lose her lunch. I'm sitting there on the plane trying not to, you know, I didn't want to throw up or anything. So I just basically, it was like white knuckling it, hoping I don't have to get up and throw up or use one of the bags or what have you. And I'm sitting by this guy. I was in a window seat, and this guy was sitting next to me. And I thought, well, if I just sleep, it'll be a shorter trip. It'll be fine. So I'm kind of curled up next to the window. I got a little, my coat is a pillow, and I'm there. And and uh, we're flying, and the sun's going down. And all of a sudden, the plane starts hitting turbulence, really bad turbulence. And I was wondering, what the hell's going on? And I, I, I didn't realize that that always happens because of the heat coming up. Somehow, sometimes there are heat bubbles that come up and cause the plane to you know, jolt. But I was thinking, oh, my gosh, not only did I lose my money, but we're going to crash this plane and I'm going to die. I was worried about that. And all of a sudden, there's this, uh, the captain comes on and, and uh, I'm thinking, oh, my God, the captain's going to tell us that there's a problem with the plane. And, of course, the captain goes, ladies and gentlemen, I have some bad news. And I knew it. You know, when a captain says I have bad news, that doesn't mean a good thing. I have some bad news. Princess Diana was killed in a car crash in France tonight. And everybody was looking around like, why would this guy even say this? And it's true. We were all like going, this is creepy. We're on a plane and, you know, we have all this turbulence. And the captain comes on and says, I have some very sad news. Princess Diana died tonight in France. It was a car crash. They named off a bunch of other people. I didn't know who they were. Dodi Al-Fayed and others. I didn't know who they were. And, uh, I kind of sat up and I thought, wow, that's that's really sad because Princess Diana was beautiful. She was always you know, someone in the news. People liked her. And there was a man sitting next to me. Didn't say a word to me the whole time we were on the plane. All of a sudden he looked at me. He had this British accent, very low, low British accent. And he said, they finally did it. And I said, what? What did they finally do? They finally killed her. Who killed her? The royal family. They killed her because she was just a horrible disgrace and you know, going off about how you know, she was she was out and she was with a Muslim and, and, and all this other stuff. And I, I, I didn't understand what he was getting at. I thought, well, why does it matter if she, she's a Muslim? Why does it matter? You know, and it just, you know, it floored me that this guy was saying what he was saying about the royals because I had no idea because, you know, I didn't care about the royals. In fact, many people in the United States don't care about the royals. They don't, they don't, they don't care about even in England. They don't care. But for some reason, he had my attention and I was caring. And then he said to me, he said, I want you to go, if you don't believe what I have to say, he says, I want you to go to the library, I want you to go to a bookstore, and I want you to purchase some books by Christopher Knight and uh, uh, I think Robert Lomas. One is called The Second Messiah, and the other one is about the Holy Grail, Holy Grail, Holy Blood, and I thought, okay, sure, I'll go read those. Reading those books did an interview with Christopher Knight within weeks talking about Princess Diana's death. And immediately I was like, I, I, this is a whole new world for me. It was a whole new world. And I, I, I managed to talk to a lot of people trying to figure out just what is happening here about bloodlines and, and about who is, who really is the, is the worthy person of the throne and all, all this stuff. And it just, it became this like medieval quest for me to find out more from the Knights Templar, from you know the Illuminati, to all this stuff, and it was all brought together, all brought together with 
with this book or these books about like the second Messiah and all about like the Antichrist and King Arthur and and it opened up my, my eyes to something that I don't think many people are aware of. Why the royals are royals, what they believe, what they don't believe, what what their beliefs are that are anti-Christian, that are even anti-Semitic in a lot of ways. And so tonight I'm going to, it is the anniversary of Princess Diana's death in France. And I'm going to paint a picture for you, let you decide for yourself just what is going on with the monarchy and how it's very important that we do pay attention to their moves and what they're doing and how Prince Charles is involved with the Great Reset and how this all points to the possibility that he, along with several other people beneath him, he's trying to start the imperial cult and maybe even be the one that would be sitting on the throne and becoming the Antichrist. And we're going to talk about that coming up. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. We'll be back with more. Don't go away. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.